Bongani Bingwa. Bongani Bingwa. Starting your 702 day. I've warned before about uh, the dangers of the single narrative, the dangers of the single story. Today, of course, we remember the 34 miners who were killed six years ago in what's sometimes described as the worst massacre of civilians by the state since the dawn of democracy. That alone, as a description, is problematic because, of course, it suggests that there are several others, this merely being perhaps the biggest. But it also seeks to create a narrative in which there is good and bad. There are heroes and villains. There are those who still call for the president to visit the site of the Kopi where unarmed miners were shot mostly in the back as it appears they were fleeing from the police. To this day, it remains unclear who gave the order, what prompted that order, and for what reason it may have been given. Yesterday, the Institute for Security Studies released that comprehensive report detailing what might have happened at the two major scenes on that day. We know, of course, uh, in the one scene, 57 officers from four units fired just under 300 bullets at the mine workers. A few hundred meters away, their colleagues killed 17 miners, including some of whom were hiding in the bushes and had taken cover under rocks, clearly presenting no threat. And no, your radar's not about to go off, but listen. Eleven minutes is a long time. The silence you just heard there was meant to be eleven seconds, but we couldn't even get to that because that's how long it takes. So when something like this happens, what do we do? We want someone to be held to account. There can be no closure if no one is punished, right? After 10 days, the orgy of violence that occurred uh, that winter left 44 people dead, 94 of them wounded. Today, there are going to be commemorations and some somber remembrances. I was there, and I remember asking one of the miners in the build-up, this was before the 16th of August, why they were there. And he said to me, it was because men in shiny suits and dark sunglasses, uh, which I was wearing, had made them promises which had not been fulfilled. As you can imagine, I nodded quietly and uh, packed away my shades in their holder. But once again today, there will be men in shiny suits wearing dark glasses at Marigana today. Some of them no doubt sincere in their horror of what happened today. But others, perhaps just because that's what politicians do on days like this. Let me tell you who won't be there. The families of the 10 people who were killed because they had refused to participate in the strike. The families of the men who took their right not to strike seriously and carried on working despite threats to their lives. The families of the four miners, the two police officers, the two security guards, who had their tongues pulled out, hacked with pangers, burnt in their cars. Some died from multiple stab wounds and gunshots, still in their uniforms. Their families are not going to be invited today. Life will carry on for them as it has for the last six years. Because even in 2012, on this day, their men were already in the morgue. And for those deaths, the president can't be blamed. We still need answers to the many questions. But let them not be simple, because the truth is always complicated. 11 minutes. 11 minutes of this.